listen, Sarah. Yeah. I understand that we've had a hard couple of weeks and we're both very stressed and we're both very busy outside of this podcast. Yeah. But you didn't dance the song that I made. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was drinking my Coke Zero. Not sponsored. <laughs> well, anyway, hello. Hello. Uh, welcome, everybody, to It's Not Friendship Island. My name is Brendan. I'm Sarah. And today we're talking about episodes six, seven, and eight, or five, seven, and eight, depending on who's right. Probably Sarah, so the first one, <laughs> of Love Island USA Season 5. Week 2, Part 1. Week 2, Part 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have any housekeeping? Tomorrow you are going to get an a episode of UK UK early, because i got to go to a batchy par. Yeah, also, this is UK-related, but I might as well say it now. I read today that they're not doing the baby challenge. They are, after 10 seasons of this show, after nine seasons, on the 10th season, they apparently are doing away with the baby challenge. So what does that mean for the timeline? Mm, Something. They'll have an episode. Just won't be that. Are we sure? Yeah. Okay. As long as we're sure. And I'm not in Pennsylvania. You will be. During the finale? No. Okay. You just will be in Pennsylvania. Can I vent for a second about this fucking Airbnb? Yeah, you should because everyone hates Airbnb. Everyone hates Airbnb. And listen, (laughs) I get it. I mean, I don't get it. I think it's like the worst (laughs) form of landlordism. But anyway, we have 11 people going, which is a lot of people. I understand. I'm Mm -hmm. not expecting the cheapest, most luxurious place. But this place... And on the surface, it looks pretty cool. There's an arcade. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the best man, so this, I'm in charge of this. So, already, $350 cleaning fee. Even is, though you're expected to clean. Right. It should be a deposit that you get back if the place is clean. Right. $350 cleaning fee on top of $600 a night, on top of fees, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, after all of this, after I book it and give him my money... He sends me a new list of things, <laughs> like rules, like, hey, you can't have sunblock while you're in the hot tub or else we'll <laughs> charge you $250. Right. You can't make loud noises after 9.30 p.m. outside. Mm-hmm. You, oh, oh, how many cars do you have? Okay, because any car after five cars is an, an additional $10. <laughs> so I send him this list of all six cars, and mm-hmm. he's like, all right, that'll be $20. And I say, no, no. No, and he says any car after five, and he right. goes no, any car five and up, and I was like, ah. that's not what it says. <laughs> and oh, oh, by the way, you know that three hundred and fifty dollar cleaning fee? If you don't take your garbage out, we're gonna charge you thirty five dollars. <laughs> what does the three hundred and fifty dollars cover? Uh, I think it covers him jerking off into a pile of money, <laughs> and just to make sure, because he spools a lot, because he Ew, there's a lot of money that he stole from me. <laughs> I'm just going to get through this, and then I'm going to leave him a fucking two-star review. Oh, oh, Why I'm are you sorry. Him two? I don't know, because I feel like that's more insulting than one star. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Mm. I think one star's worse. I mean, one star is worse. Yeah, but one star, you can be like, oh, this guy's just unreasonable when you're reading the reviews. <laughs> you think? <laughs> But if you see a two star, you're like, interesting. Why is this? Why isn't this a one star? I've never thought that. I've had to respond to a lot of reviews for work, and I've never been like, because one star, almost nothing justifies a one star review, right? Mm. Like if you spit in my food in front of me, that's probably a one star review. 
But if you're just like grumpy and the food was kind of bad that day. Right. That's not a one star. Mm. I feel like people who leave one star reviews, have, that's like their moment today. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Like they're getting more out of posting it than you are out of reading it. Okay. I'm just trying to like seem reasonable. Yeah. Am I DM us on Instagram at not friendship island pod. <laughs> Tell me if I'm being unreasonable or is he being, Hey, firewood, by the way, if you want to use his firewood, that's $35. I mean, people charge for firewood. So, I mean, that's not yeah, the Yeah, they charge $5 thing. for firewood. Yeah. $35? Yeah, no, it's a lot. And now I'm like, as soon as I get to this place, I'm fucking looking at everything even a little bit wrong, and I'm taking a picture, and I'm sending it to him. Yeah. I'm like, we did not do this. Yeah. This was here and before. <laughs> He's like, just so you know, I know you're a bachelor party, so if it gets a little rowdy, oh, security will kick you out, and we won't give you a, a deposit. We won't give you a refund. And then right after that, I was like, oh, don't worry. We're chill. Like, we're going to be playing disc golf during the day and probably like Dungeons and Dragons at night. It's like not we're not that kind of bachelor party. He goes, OK, do you want to add another day before or after? I was like, why? So you can steal more of my money, you monster. <laughs> you succubus. Oh, my God. Am I being unreasonable? I needed to give him the make, model, color and license plate of all the cars that are going to be staying there. That's insane. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Because apparently it's in a gated community, but do you know right. how do you know why I didn't know that? Because he didn't say that. Right. Anyway. <laughs> let's talk about Love Island. Yeah, can we? Nah. This is a new podcast. It's you not can... fair to to put your house on Airbnb Island. <laughs> it's not Best Man Island. Mm. Okay, so episode six. I feel better. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> episode six opens the night of the masquerade after the kissing game, and Keenan pulls Cassie. And this is after the whole debacle with the kiss, and she pushed away. And Cassie asks um, why Keenan was mad, and he said, you know, how do you think the kiss was? And she says that she was uncomfortable doing it in front of KK. And Keenan says her pushing back made him feel like he looked disgusting to kiss and he felt like kissing in a game was the safest option. I'll be honest, they're kind of both right on this. Like both of them, both of their thoughts are kind of like valid. Kissing in a game is kind of like the safest It's a cheat thing. code, yeah. Yeah, it is a cheat code. It is still a cheat, but they're, you mm-hmm. know, like you can get away with it a little bit easier. And also, she's totally in the right for being like, it was a little bit much, and doing it right in front of KK made me very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I also don't believe for a second that she's into him. Yeah, and no, me I neither. don't. So, like, she's in the wrong here for, like, even entertaining this. And he's in the wrong for being like, you have to kiss me. Like, mm-hmm. I still like him. He's still Kenan, one of my favorites. But, yeah, like, I this like, is a weird energy. I break. like Keenan, but, like, through this whole thing, he definitely seems to me like the kind of guy who would cheat on his girlfriend if yeah. he knew he could get away with it. I don't even think he would be, like, a considerate of if he knew he can get away with it. I think he would do it and then afterwards be like, oh, fuck Oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. Why did I do that? Because there's all these moments of him being like, oh, man, you're trouble. Like, what are you getting me into? And like, oh. She's like, I'm going to go find my dad's inventions. Oh, my God. (laughs) She says she didn't want their. Oh, no. What did what did Tommy Pickles dads do? Because Chucky's dad was an inventor, wasn't it? 
No, Chucky's dad was like this boring finance guy. Tommy's dad right. was the inventor. He's going to put Pickle's toys on the map. Of course. With every toy. Come on. Get with it, Sorry. Please. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she says she did not want their first kiss to be like that. And he says that he wanted her to back up what she was saying before. And now he feels confused. And he says that he thought they were going to have this chat and close the door. But now he feels like he understands her thought process. So he's not closing it off. Uh, and then obviously he's very aggressive. She starts to cry. And then he says the funniest thing was, don't cry, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, she starts to cry. And I feel like. His gut instinct is to, like, comfort her, but he, like, knows he's, he can't because he's just, like, looking around, being, yeah. like, not even looking her in the eye while she's crying. Just be like, don't, ca- don't cry, bro. Don't cry, bro. <laughs> that's so funny to say. Um, Yeah, so that's the end of that chat. <laughs> and then we see a chat between Anna and Leo on the terrace, and they say that the challenge was fun, but Leo says that he wishes that he had kissed her. And Anna says that she likes what they have right now and they need a real kiss outside of a challenge. And he's like, um, okay, like, what are you doing right now? Like, why are we talking about this? Like, it can't just happen pretty much. And she's like, wait, what? She's like, what? Oh, really? You want a kiss? Really? Okay. And then it was like a weird kind of sloppy kiss. They are the sloppiest kissers I've ever seen and in not, my life. And not just mouth-wise. Just yeah. kind of like their bodies were like droopy. Yeah. <laughs> it was like weird posture. <laughs> Maybe because they are like leaning. Yeah. The way she says things reminds me of, like, a uh, middle manager at, like, a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> That's so weird. Where she's like, okay, gang, today we're going to have fun. <laughs> she's I'm going to need those TPS reports. She's so, I, she's so quirky. I don't know what other word to use for her. I would like her so much more, and I do like her. Yeah. If she wasn't, like... She needs to change the hertz of her voice, the frequency in which she talks, because it's grating. <laughs> I don't know. I've never felt that way. She's a little bit. She's a weirdo. I don't know. She's definitely a weirdo. She's fun, though. Yeah. Uh, Leo says he has the urge to kiss her all the time. And I said that that kiss was so crazy. And I simply don't know any other way to describe it. <laughs> it was weird, dude. It was very weird. It reminds me of, like, a movie. Okay, it's like you're watching a comedy movie, and, like, the point of this scene is for the other person to feel awkward. Like, imagine, like, if there was a scene in, like, Super Bad, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden Jonah Hill was making out to a drunk girl next to, like... Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, And, like, the point of the joke is to look at Michael Sarah and how awkward this is. Mm-hmm. Because their kissing just keeps getting crazier and crazier. That was us as the viewers looking at ourselves I, in the mirror. We were Michael S- Sarah. <laughs> yeah, looking at ourselves. We were though. all Michael Sarah, Weren't we? Is he problematic or is it just Jonah Hill right now? I think it's just Jonah Hill. Michael Sarah, mm. I think, kind of stays out of the spotlight enough to not. He put out an album and it was too bad for me. Oh. It was, very, it was too bad. It was, like, very experimental. It was very avant-garde. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Even if you didn't like it, good for him. Yeah. Sounds like he's enjoying his art. I, I hope he does. <laughs> Next, we see Keenan talk to KK. He says he feels like he disrespected her, and he is like, you know, you probably feel embarrassed. And she's like, no, I am not embarrassed. You should be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> And he asks how she feels, and she says she doesn't know how to feel or what to do. And she asks how he feels, and he says, 
nothing has changed since you skedaddled your way across my heart. <laughs> and I had to pause and like I had to take a few minutes because I was so taken aback by the, the skedaddle usage. He gives me uh, golden retriever energy, but well, like what's a more high energy dog? Like, what's mm-hmm. a stupider dog than a golden retriever? If you don't want to go obnoxious, but you want high energy, I would say yellow lab. He gives me lab energy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he says that his feelings for her are supreme. And she says that her feelings have not changed either. Man, I really, why are all the girls on this season so good at communicating? Mm. And they're all so reasonable. Not all of them. Who's left that isn't? Mm. I guess Hannah, maybe. Hannah? You think she's unreasonable? Mm, No, I think she, I don't know. Jasmine's not a great communicator. Jasmine's gone. She's here at the moment. Sorry. Spoilers. That wasn't me this time. (laughs) I'll cut that out. Oh, come on. Okay, okay. My bad. (laughs) Um, but Jasmine is not a good communicator with the boys because she still has this front up with them of being this. She's like, very much a wiener front. She's got going on. Totally. But and also, I just don't trust really much that Cassie has to say so far. But I don't know if she's a bad communicator. Oh, I just don't trust her. Yeah, she did do that whole thing where she's like, hey, I got a question out of the blue. What do you think of me? And he's like, well, I think you're attractive. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, but there's more reasons. I'm just like, yeah, me and I think a lot of the Islanders are all a little bit skeptical of her. Keeping her yeah, at an arm's she's length. obvious as fuck, dude. Yeah. Leo well, got over nice. her. <laughs> I'm not. Leo got over her and then she's like, hey, Keenan, you seem stupid. <laughs> Aw, that's fucked up if that's what she thought. <laughs> I hope not. I don't. I don't know how he didn't see what she was doing, but you know what? Well, I'm sure he did. But he said, you know, having somebody else come up and express interest definitely, you know, made him feel good. And he is. I'm sure he's physically attracted to her. So in the first week, I think he was doing the right thing to at least be open to that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then at bedtime, not too much happens. But Jasmine is very upfront while she's getting ready for bed that she is like in love with Harrison and she wants to kiss him right away. And I I could tell it's not reciprocated. I couldn't tell because we had like barely we'd, we'd seen one conversation with them. So I at this point I was like they could absolutely have a chat and something could change. But I was like with her attitude being like this deep I... Harrison does seem really chill, so I just didn't know how yeah, that's going to Yeah, Harrison just go. seems like a little past the point of being in a relationship with someone like Jasmine. Maybe so. Like, Jasmine's boyfriend would have, like, his profile picture of, like, a three-series BMW. <laughs> and he, he would post pictures of, like, $1,000 in cash. And the caption would be, like, DM me. To stacks find- on stacks. Yeah, D- DM me <laughs> to find out. Like... <laughs> Do you, do you want to find out? Yeah. I'd want to find out. And he'd be like, "You got to get into Amazon drop shipping. <laughs> it's the future. Buy my course." No. Um, in the morning, we see a few kind of debriefs. Carmen says that she prefers a slow burn, and so far, Victor has kind of been a lot for her. Hey, I'm just gonna get this out of the way. 
Mm-hmm. Fuck Victor. Yeah. Fuck Victor bad. Yeah. Also, fuck Marco. I don't like him. And I don't appreciate myself last episode saying that I did. I don't remember what he did wrong because nothing in particular. I just don't like him. Okay, that's fair. I think he's I think he's exactly what I thought he was initially. And I saw him have good communication one time in a conversation. I'm like, Marco's cool. He's not. He's exactly what I thought he was. He's just a douchey fucking asshole. Yeah. And I and I don't actually think he's done anything. He hasn't like hurt somebody or done anything that bad. He's just exactly what I thought he was. Mm -hmm. And him being able to communicate doesn't erase that. Is basically how I feel at the moment. And you're, hey, you're entitled to it. Thanks. At any moment. Oh, thank you. I will be nothing if not validating towards your feelings about Islanders. Thank you. You're welcome. I might not. Also, you won't. You'll argue with me if you feel differently. Say something you think I disagree with. um, Bergie's such a slut. No. um. (laughs) I mean, if you feel that way, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Jasmine is watching the boys work out with Anna and KK, and she is just saying how obsessed she is with Harrison. And Anna and KK are not really making it better because Anna, well, Anna in particular, KK is just kind of sitting there. KK is like a hype man for anybody, but Anna's sitting there like he is your person. Mm-hmm. She's like, he didn't even need to talk to anyone else. You guys just knew. And the delusion is, like, taking life at this yeah. moment. I just remember that conversation that they had last episode where they had – so the game happened, and then they had one conversation, and she was like, so do you need to talk to anyone else? <laughs> or are you good or with all this? Or are just good with this? And he's like, well, I'd like to say hi. <laughs> uh, and she says that she has to mark her territory. She's going to piss all over him. Oh, no. I oh, wish. No. I'm joking. <laughs> Guys, I'm joking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then we see Victor ask Harrison who's caught his eye so far. And he mentions again that he doesn't really have a type physically. Um, but he mentions that Jasmine, Anna, and Destiny all look cool to him. And he has to see how the conversation goes because he is saying that he's looking for something very long term. So he wants to chat with intention, I guess. Yeah, and we see a talking head where he is the first Islander in the world to say he is indeed afraid to step on toes. (laughs) And I really appreciated that. I'm going to be honest. Thank you for the honesty, Harrison. Um, We see a chat between Bergie and uh, Cassie. And he says that yellow is his favorite color because it was his mom's favorite color. And he also mentions in this chat that if he finds the right person, he is willing to move to be closer to her. And Cassie mentions that she's also looking to be in a serious relationship. I don't not with him. him. Yeah. To be clear, not to not with him. At all. Yeah, I don't. I kind of like their banter because they're both kind of on that level of like goofy yeah unseriousness well i think every chat bergie has with somebody he gets a little bit better Mm -hmm. so i even though like i don't trust cassie necessarily especially not with bergie's heart and feelings Mm -hmm. um i like the chats that they have yeah i like the the dry run 
that he's gay. <laughs> well, I think also like they'll be good friends. Yeah, if she doesn't fuck around, mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, next, we see Jasmine chat to Harrison, and he mentions <clears throat> that she is kind of like overselling the whole like I'm a crazy party girl thing. Uh, which was interesting because she talks so much about how she works. So he's like, so you can't be like, you can't be like that much of a crazy party girl, which was kind of my thought. I'm like, there's no way that she can like be out every night, like doing Coke off of someone's ass. Mm -hmm. If she works, if she's a fucking ER nurse and she admits that she does um, have that front because she's not super comfortable opening up. She also says she works and I'm not here to shame or judge or gatekeep anything. Oh, okay. But she, she's like, yeah, I work a lot. I work like 36 hours a week. No, she did she say that? She said, I work 36-hour weeks. And as, did she really say that? No. Yeah, uh, yeah she did. <laughs> and just from nurses, like how, how you as a nurse only work 36 hours a week, I don't get that. Every nurse I know... Works like 90 hours a week. And that's why they do do coke on the weekends. But maybe she does, um, she, maybe she does 312s. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, maybe. I know people who do that. To I know, like, yeah, I know, I know people who do that. So, I mean, that kind of thing would be very rough on somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, next, we see Hannah chat to Bergy, And she tells him that Carmen says Victor has been kind of clingy. So she's trying to give him, like, an in and, like, let him know, like, you should still try for Carmen. And the boy is not super certain what to do with this info right away. And he tells Hannah that he likes the brother-sister vibe they have going on, which is cute. (laughs) Uh, Next, Harrison grabs Carmen for a chat. And I said, the chat is fine. It's nothing crazy. But the camera keeps flashing to Victor. Like, we're supposed to see him, like, getting really mad. And at this point, and we do see that Victor has some jealousy issues, I think, or at least some some. territorial bullshit. Yeah. But in this chat, I didn't see anything, but they kept flashing to him like we were supposed to, like, see something uh, that I personally did not see. He just looks like he's just sitting there. Yeah, they love doing that, though. I know. (laughs) And then we see Bergie chat to Carmen, and... He tells her that he's looking for something serious and he wants to know if she is feeling friendship or relationship vibes with him. And she says, so far, everything, everything with everyone feels kind of friendship like, even with Victor. And it feels like he is moving faster than she is. And she's like, so you may see us together and think that it looks more like a relationship vibe, but. At the moment, that's not where she is. And she says she prefers the pace that she's moving with Bergy compared to the pace she's moving at with Victor. To which he replies, let's go. Yeah, he was very, very happy about let's that. Let's go. <laughs> I, at this point, I, at this point in time, if I can, like, put myself in three days ago, Brenny's head. Right. I'm like, I don't think she... It's so hard to tell. I, I was like, I, she w- was in there. F- she got to watch the first episode, probably. Mm-hmm. So she probably knows that Bergie would be like a good person to entertain. I don't think you'd know that much from the first episode. I don't know. People were like, look at how goofy this guy is already. Right. 
So I was, uh, my guard was a little bit up at this point. Mm-hmm. Understandably. I mean, you have to be. Um, Carmen tells him that she wants to be won over and swept off her feet and that physical touch is not her love language. Bergie says that words of affirmation are his love language. And I, she- I bet, Bergie. You go, Bergie. <laughs> Tousle his hair. Yeah, you're just a <laughs> cute little boy, Bergie. And she says maybe hers is acts of service. And he says he will make her coffee. And he says he hasn't ever made coffee before, which is very interesting. He hasn't done a lot of stuff. Do they not so. have coffee at Dairy Queen? They must have, like, industrial things of coffee. That's such a good point. He must have made coffee. Was he too good to make the coffee at Dairy Queen? <laughs> Being the manager. He didn't walk in there as the manager, you don't think. Right? Unless his dad owns the place. I don't think he knows his dad. Unless his grandpa owns the place. <laughs> well, I'm not saying, I mean, maybe he does, but he talks no, about yeah. being raised by his grandparents and his mother has passed. Right. So it doesn't seem like being raised by his dad was an yeah. option at the very mm-hmm. least. I don't, but I don't know. It's a good point. Um, and he says seeing people like Marco and Hannah being physical has made him feel like he has to move faster, but he says it's not a race. Amen. Good boy, Berg. And then we see Harrison talk to destiny and they talk about how important communication is and how they want to find someone who they can really enjoy and live life with before they like build a family. They seem very, on the same page in terms of like some pretty like like serious like ground level things for a relationship and i can see a little bit of chemistry there Mm -hmm. did you see it yeah i i think harrison has a profound effect on women you think yeah i do you know harrison and i think he's aware of it and and is respectful of it i don't think harrison's the most attractive one there do you you? um out of the guys yeah I think maybe he's up there, though. He's definitely up there. I think he might be. Him or, I think Leo. Him or Leo are maybe but the Leo most But Leo just seems too young to me. He does. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. Like, the way he acts and everything. He yeah, just no, seems I'm just like thinking a, a young physical-wise. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> it's so weird to see Destiny kind of go from, like, she was almost kind of, like, stoic before this especially after the whole marco situation and she very much like comes to life around harrison and she like gets very like giggly and uh yeah she kind of comes out of her shell a little bit for sure next we see carmen chat with victor and she says she wants to check in and she explains that she's not like a pda person and it's not how she usually expresses herself and Victor says, you know, it's all about trust and creating a safe space. And he does, he doesn't want to feel like her expressing this opinion is going to hurt his feelings. So at this point, he's very receptive of this message. Go ahead and find a pen. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be in there for a little bit. It's going to, it's going to marinate for maybe an episode or two. Yeah, but we'll get back to it. You'll well, get in it this, back. In this episode, we'll talk about it, but. Absolutely. Go ahead and stick a pen right in there. <laughs> and she tells him that she had a good chat with Bergie this morning and that the door is open, though she's a bit further along with Victor. Um, and at this point, he's more her priority. She's got more time invested into getting to know him. He is very confused by this. <laughs> he's, he's, I think he's flabbergasted. <laughs> 
by the fact that she's entertaining Fergie. Maybe a little bamboozled, even. <clears throat> Maybe. But I, in my head, if I if I had to psychoanalyze him right now, ooh, what a mess. <laughs> He's like, why is she saying she he, he she likes Bergie just to hurt me, like to put me on my toes? Mm. Like, I think in his head, it's not even a possibility right. that she would pick Bergie over him. Yeah, I think so, too. I think he looks at it as she's just being nice because she knows that Bergie is interested in her. I know. I don't even think it's that. No. I think it's literally like she's entertaining Bergie to make sure I am not to make me feel like I don't have her, but it's not going to mm. work. Maybe. And then Hannah gets a text and it says that there is a recoupling and the boys will be choosing. So one girl will be going home. And uh, Marco's talking to Harrison about his choice for the night. And Marco says that he thinks Jasmine brings something to the villa that no one else brings. And Marco is really trying to sell Jasmine in this chat. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I'm really not sure. Uh, but Harrison says he can see that and he gets that she is a little bit misunderstood. And then after that, Harrison leaves. I think he goes to talk to Destiny. And Marco is trying to give Jasmine, who is up on the balcony, some weird hand signal to like let her know. I guess they must have talked about this beforehand. Yeah. That Marco's plan was to try to get Harrison to commit to recoupling with or to coupling with Jasmine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So she runs down with Anna to talk to him and he tells her that he spoke with Harrison and that he tried to sell him on choosing her. And from that kind of, they all are like, like Jasmine and Anna are like so excited. They think that this is like a, almost like a sure thing after this conversation that they have with Marco, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit weird, but it is what it is. And then, at night, we see um, kind of a weird collection of short clips of the boys talking to the different girls. And I will say, going into this recoupling, it seemed like there were a lot of options in the air. Like, there were more yeah. people considering more than one person um, than I feel like I'm used to. Yeah, it definitely made for an interesting recoupling. Yeah, especially for, like, the first recoupling. So, Harrison gets a text, and it's time to go to the fire pit, so... Marco goes first, and he chooses Hannah. Uh, Leo goes next, and he chooses Anna. And that was kind of the end of my, like, really obvious ones. Like, I was fairly certain Keenan was going to choose KK, which he does next. But I that was one of the ones that was kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. I was like, is he going to, like, after that last chat he had with her, is he going to, like, try to give it, like, one more good go and then tell, you know, KK, I just needed to get it out of my system. Right. <clears throat> she said his speech made her a little wet. She did indeed. You jealous? <laughs> of that bench. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll cut it out. <laughs> you're, you're just making more work for yourself. <laughs> I know. Victor goes next and he chooses Carmen. Bergy goes and chooses Cassie. And I guess at this point, that's kind of what I thought would happen. Although at the end mm-hmm. of our last episode, I thought he might go for Jasmine. Because it seemed like he was close with that with uh, Anna and her. But after Cassie kind of expressing some interest, it seemed like that was the way it was going to go. Yeah, it was almost like it was obvious what she was doing the whole time. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and then Harrison goes last. And he is as respectful as he can be, really. Because, like, how shitty is it that 
First of all, you're the bombshell and you have to go last, meaning that you're the dumper. Like, you're the one dumping somebody. Right. So that kind of sucks. But he chooses Destiny and Jasmine is dumped. The producers have to know who they're picking beforehand, right? Yeah. So from what I've heard, they have to give like one or two. Like they have to give an option and then like their backup. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of how they decide the order of things. Right. And Anna is like immediately crying. She's she is inconsolable. It looks like she lost a child. <laughs> yeah, she she loved Jasmine and she loved her right away. She was my person forever. <laughs> so uh, Jasmine, she hugs everyone at the fire pit. She tells them that she'll always remember the experience and everything. Ah, <laughs> we'll remember no. you for the rest of my. Lost. You should just cut that clip to have for when Why? I dumped. say it perfectly. <laughs> Why would we ever need to save it? Good uh, good point. Thank you. Uh, she goes up to the balcony and sits with Anna, and Jasmine tells her that she will be rooting for her. She says goodbye. She leaves, and that's the end of that episode. So we open episode no seven. No more dick talk. Not for now. A little bit, but not nearly as much. Not as much at all. <laughs> Um, and episode seven begins. The boys are reflecting on Harrison's choice, how hard it was to see Jasmine leave, and just that she was unapologetically herself, which I said was maybe the problem. But mm-hmm. I actually did like I liked Jasmine, but I do think maybe that was the problem. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should apologize a little bit more <laughs> for who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, and like she kind of admitted, that wasn't herself. That was a front. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, that's true. We see Destiny chat with KK, and Destiny says that she had hoped Harrison was going to choose her, but she had no clue. KK is very happy for her being chosen, for finding someone who understands her. And Destiny seems very happy to be coupled with Harrison and his size 13 feet. She is like, yeah. I got me a man. He's a tall man. You know, yeah. like she's. Guess what size his feet are? 13. <laughs> you know what they say? She's like, I know that's why I brought it up. <laughs> but she's very, very excited to be coupled with Harrison, which I was happy about because I didn't know if she would be a little jaded after her like mm-hmm. situation with Marco because she seemed to take it. A lot more serious than I thought she would on the first day. Right. So I just didn't know how she would feel about coupling with somebody new. But she's she's stoked. She's in it. So. Yeah. I, to me, <laughs> he's the obvious choice for men. You know, he's six foot four. He's the obvious choice for men. What just like mean? like he's the hottest guy in the villa to me. Oh, like yeah. he's tall, he's successful, his eyes are like insane. Mm-hmm. He's got an accent. He's very chill. He's got an accent. Mm-hmm. He can grow a beard that like to like the amount that is like, ooh, he looks rugged. I feel like if Bergie didn't shave, he would just be all hair. Mm, is that maybe. crazy to say? I think it might be. I saw someone on Reddit drew a beard on him to see what he would look like. Uh, he, I bet he would benefit from a beard. People say people were saying he looks like um. What's the uh, God? What's the politician's name who everyone started saying he was the Zodiac killer? Ted Cruz. Yeah, people started saying he looked like Ted he's got, Cruz. He's got a hooked nose like Ted Cruz has. Yeah. I don't mind a hooked nose though. Um, Ted Cruz is not cornering the market on a hooked nose. You know what I mean? But I feel like people see it and they're like, 
he looks like Ted Cruz. That's funny, and he acts exactly the opposite of Ted Cruz. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we see Bergy chat with Cassie, and he says he sees potential there, and she says the same. And <laughs> I don't understand. Bergy is so interesting the way he talks. He says that he had some options when it came to the recoupling. Weren't you last? <laughs> you had an option. <laughs> well, I think he means walking into it because he was right. obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Cassie was an option for him, but his first choice was uh, Carmen. Was Carmen. And he asks her love language because now he loves asking people things and he loves asking people things that mm-hmm. <laughs> or asking people that. Yeah. Um, and she says she likes receiving acts of service, but she also likes physical touch. And I think she's just going to say she loves all of like she wants all of them. Right. <laughs> I guess. Um, and she I says saw she- something that was like your love language is what you deprive yourself of when you're when you oh don't love yourself. God, that's terrible. Yeah. I don't want to think about that. Is your love language supposed to be the thing you want to receive or the, the way you like to express love to somebody else? I believe I because I have two different ones, obviously, like what I how I express and mm-hmm. what I like to receive is different. Yeah. What are yours? Let's just get into it. Uh, I express my love through acts of service mm-hmm. and I enjoy words of affirmation. Mm what about you? You're, like- you're an active service girl, right? I'm telling you that right now. You can, you can say whatever you want. Wow, okay. You can say whatever you want, but it's active service. That's how. That's what you think I like to receive? Yeah, 100%. I think that's probably true. I like to give um, uh, gifts. What's that one? Gift giving. It's just <laughs> yeah. called that? Okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was like acts That is true. You have very, you're a very good gift giver. Thank you. I do love gift giving. And listen, I was probably going to say acts of service anyway, but the way that you shamed me into it rude well listen <laughs> no it's fine listen you call me a brat any chance you get and i don't you even, call yourself a brat any i chance was just you get. gonna say i don't necessarily say that you're wrong but at least you know it was my question was it not you're right i'm sorry it's okay I'm should we actually. ask again and you could lie if you want no okay <laughs> okay <laughs> shut the fuck up you're right i'm sorry that was <laughs> uh cassie says she likes to cuddle in bed and she says that she likes to cuddle in bed and they talk about spooning and Bergy absolutely insists on being the big spoon, which I personally think is maybe, you know, maybe I'm too traditional of a gal, but I only like being the little spoon. I don't like, I don't want to spoon a man. I don't want to spoon anyone, but I don't want to spoon my partner. Why not? I am to be spooned. Acts of service. <laughs> I didn't. Why are you trying to convince me of something that I said? I'm just. It's a callback. (laughs) Do you like to be spooned? Um, in in very like, if the mood is right. What's the mood for that? I don't know. If I'm just like, I'm I'm a big spooner. Yeah. Uh, Every once in a while, I'll be a spoony. But it's like not the vibe for me normally. Yeah. Like if Josh was like. I would like you to spoon me tonight. I'd be like, and then if you still wanted me to after I did that, I would, but I wouldn't want to. Oh my God. You're you're ridiculous. (laughs) No, like I am to be spooned. I, um, like when I'm sleeping in a bed with someone, Mm -hmm. like I like to cuddle. And then when it's time to sleep, I will not cuddle. 
I don't like to sleep cuddling. That's so hard. Yeah, no, me but either. If I roll over and then they spoon me, that's fine for a little bit. And then I'd be like, okay. <laughs> and then you can really and now, now it's me. really time for bed. Okay. <laughs> when you're first in a relationship, though, I feel like, or when you're in like getting in a relationship, I feel like it doesn't feel like such a burden to like do a sleep cuddle mm-hmm. like once or twice. Yeah. But then but once then you're in a relationship, matters. you're like, all right. We're going to, like, prioritize the sleeping part of this now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We see uh, Destiny chat with Harrison, and he apologizes for if he seemed down about choosing her at the recoupling, and he says he was just really feeling bad about having to dump somebody, and he says he's happy to have chosen her, and he sees a potential for something real. And we see Keenan and KK chat next, and... (laughs) <laughs> she says the recoupling was fucked and Cassie should have gone home. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he says he likes that she is territorial, um, which is interesting because, like, I don't know. I feel like it's weird in the show when you want somebody to be territorial, but you also want that person to give you space to talk to other people because you're just wanting them to <laughs> You just want upset. them to be upset. Yeah, 100%. I... Yeah, the thing is, like, I understand why people think it's a compliment to say, oh, I like when you get jealous Mm -hmm. or, like, I like that you're territorial. (laughs) But in reality, that's just your fucked up way of saying I need you to show that you care for me. Yeah, there have to be And the way I do that is by making you upset. (laughs) Right. And that's a little fucked up. Not that I think he did that on purpose. No, no, me either. But that is, like... You know, it's a slippery slope. Don't ask for space to get to know somebody else and then tell KK you love when she's so territorial about you. Yeah. It's One would make... say that's borderline a... A... Abusive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, a... Not that I don't think he, that's what he's doing. I want to make no. it very clear. It's just a... T- it's a toxic I, thing. Yeah, it's a toxic it's thing. And I think he is just kind of going with whatever he thinks in the mm-hmm. moment and just says it yeah ergo skedaddling across my heart <laughs> yeah we're Call not saying... forward googly eyes <laughs> yeah we're not saying that keenan is toxic just that like that is you know a toxic thing right um and he asks her what happens if someone comes in exactly her type and wants to chat to her and she says that she would get to know them and he says he wouldn't be happy, but he would be respectful. And she says that she will do the same, which is what she's been doing so far. Mm-hmm. And he says he had no doubt on who he was choosing at any point in the recoupling. And we see Carmen and Victor chat. And she asks him if not cuddling or being physical bothers him. And he says no. She's like, well, why do you keep bringing it up then? And he's mm-hmm. like, I just think it's fun to push your buttons. And he says cuddling would be better but it's not something that's mandatory what do you have to say i could even tell like in the beginning of this chat before they even sat down he was Mm -hmm. like touching her back and she's just getting tighter and tighter yeah like she does not want that yeah and when she repeatedly expresses that she doesn't want it and then you make jokes about it I know you think that that's an ex- that a valid excuse, even mm-hmm. though that's not actually how you feel, Victor. Like, you aren't just joking about it. Right. You're bringing it up, so hopefully you will wear her down and it will change. Right. But 
Just read the fucking room. But I, I think he's oblivious to... I think Victor is in Victor's world, and mm. we're all just living in it. I don't want to. I know. Let me off. Don't worry. He'll, he probably won't make it that long. <laughs> he, he did the cardinal sin, and we'll get there. <laughs> the cardinal sin. And then at bedtime, Marco asks Bergie if he's down to feel some ass. And who would say no to that? Dust- I certainly would. <laughs> Destiny looks very happy to be in bed with Harrison. Um, Hannah and Marco are kind of freaky in bed, to be honest. <laughs> and I get the impression that Marco Marco would, like, fuck anywhere and not give a and shit. And anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bergy does get a little spoon in. And Leonardo sleep talks, just he's, like my husband does. saying putting the sticker on the back? Yeah, it sounds like some shit that Josh has done. Yeah, he does do that. He talks in his sleep all the He laughs in his sleep, which That's is fucking so creepy. <laughs> That's got to be so unnerving. It is. <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> in the morning, Bergie brings Cassie her coffee. Um, right after she is in the middle of talking to the girls and saying that the cuddles were too much with Bergie. She seems as though she did not enjoy her night in bed with Bergie. Would you agree? Yes. Well, I don't think she enjoys Bergie, so that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> right. But what I really don't like about her is when she does this, some people do this, and it just makes me mad, mm-hmm. where they're like telling one thing to a guy, especially Bergie, who is a, she just wants to make people happy, right? He's like an innocent little goofball who doesn't know what he's doing yeah so then don't turn around and act like oh my gosh this guy he mm-hmm. doesn't you know he doesn't know what he's doing yeah it just annoys me yeah no, it's like I understand. it's diminutive towards him yeah towards the man i call 12 years old it's very diminutive <laughs> and carmen says that she thought bergie was gonna make her coffee which to be fair he said he would and hannah says that she will talk to bergie because he is clueless is that mean <laughs> no, i mean it's accurate yeah. And I think it's only mean if she doesn't, if she isn't well-intentioned. Right. And I think she is well-intentioned. Hannah? Yeah, yeah. I think I so. think almost everyone in the villa is very well-intentioned towards Bergie. Almost. Almost. Uh, Cassie chats to KK in the dressing room and wants to let her know that, you know, her and Keenan are still getting to know each other and she doesn't want it to be, like, weird or unspoken, so she brings it up to her. And Harrison brings Destiny breakfast. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. A full breakfast. I love it. It looked delicious. It looked delicious. Harrison just seems like one hell of a guy. Kind of a catch. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we see Leo chat with Anna, and she is still very sad. She's missing Jasmine. And she says that she appreciates how comforting he was to her last night. And he's like, listen, I'm here for you if you need anything at all. If you just want to hang out with me, like, it's fine. I know that you, like, lost your person, which mm-hmm. was sweet. Yeah. Uh, she did say the times be toughen, mm. they be toughen out the ass. Yeah. So that was fun to hear. It's not eloquent. <laughs> we see Bergie doing a workout with Hannah, and Hannah mentions that Bergie didn't make Carmen her coffee, and he says he didn't know what to do in this situation. He's like, oh, man. Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> um he says he wanted to explore his couple first um, Don't. but that he is just interested in carmen still obviously 
And then Carmen is chatting with Victor. Victor is telling her that he is cool with all the waiting stuff. And so that she can be sure of things. And he values that. And uh, she fist bumps him and then goes back to her nap. <laughs> which is what she was doing when he walked up to her. Mm-hmm. It's like, Victor, you don't get a medal for telling her over and over again that you're cool with it. Also, it doesn't make it seem like you're cool with it. Also, literally last night she said, stop bringing it up. <laughs> right? <laughs> you can tell in this chat she was not in. I mean, again, she was like napping on a beanbag and he walked over to say this. But you mm-hmm. can tell she was not interested in having this conversation. Right. <clears throat> So Cassie thanks Bergie for her coffee and they go for a little chat. And I wrote, I don't want to be mean, but she seems really fake. <laughs> uh, yeah, she wasn't looking at him in the eye. Yeah, I was like, I get people being nice to him because he's maybe a little bit naive. But like, you don't have to like lie to him. And that's just kind of what it seems like she's doing in this chat because she like just told him or she just told all the girls that she, it was like, a little bit too much with like the cuddling and everything with him. And in this, she tells him almost like the opposite, but he says he's never cuddled a girl before, even though we do find out in this episode, Bergie is not a Virgie. Virgie? Bergie. Bergie's not, not a Virgie. So what did he do? Hit it and quit it? Like what the fuck? That doesn't yeah, seem like all, him. Well, we'll get to the numbers next episode mm-hmm. because I'm even more complex. Pu- pu- I'm even more perplexed <laughs> than, I, <laughs> than I was when I thought he was a virgin. Um, but she says that he's the nicest guy in here. And um, they're just being honest about who else they want to chat to. So we see the girls getting ready, talking about the state of the world. They're talking about, like, the Canadian wildfires. It's so obvious now. Ever since you pointed it out that one time. What? Where it's like, oh, there's about to be a text. And now yeah. <laughs> now every time I fucking see them talking about nonsense, I'm like, oh, okay, they're going to get a text. I Understood. Uh, but it is funny because Destiny's like, we as humans have really messed this planet all the way up. And Karma goes, yeah, what should I do with my hair? <laughs> <laughs> and then KK gets a text that they are playing a game, Rescuers of the Lost Spark. Ooh. And you got to say, the games in the U.S. season are highly thematic. And involved. Very involved. So in this game... Can I walk through the steps? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course. Okay, so all of the boys are... They're tied by the hands. Mm-hmm. The, okay, this is there are so many steps. <laughs> the women have to kick down the door. Then they have to walk past the rickety bridge. Then they have to dig out... Uh, a sand pit where there's a snake in it. Very a- specific snake. Yes. After they find the snake, they then have to give it to another girl and say why they're snaking them. Then they get to walk into the well, pull out a question about a boy, and then they have to pick what boy they think it is and give them a ruby. After that, they get to pick either that boy or another boy to untie them and then walk through quicksand, <laughs> which is just like oobleck. Goo. And then... They go underneath the waterfall and kiss. That's and then the when game. in practice, you see half of it because they realize like, oh, shit, this is not going to make an interesting video. So let's get into what happens. So Hannah goes first and she chooses. Hannah goes first. Hannah. Are we sure? I'm sure. Oh, right. Because it was during the when yeah. they were explaining the game. So Hannah goes first. She chooses Anna as the snakiest. Anna could not give a fuck. She was the perfect person to snake, to be honest. Mm -hmm. She could not care. 
And Hannah's question that she pulls out of the well <laughs> um, is, what boy besides who you are coupled with would you want to ruin you? Which is such it was vile to a hear, strange to be question. And uh, she answers with Harrison, and then she unties and kisses Marco. Mm-hmm. Anna goes next. She um, snakes Destiny. For being too flirty? It was so weird because she's like, this girl has been too flirty with everyone. And I was like, oh, she's going to snake Cassie. Right. But it was Destiny. Which I did not see that coming. Uh, Maybe I should have watched Unseen Bits. I'm not going to. (laughs) And uh, Destiny says in her talking head, she's like, I'm just friends with all the guys. No big deal. Uh, But I think it's just Anna is upset because. Yeah, no, not at all. I think she's just upset because Destiny is Destiny being chosen sent Jasmine home. So I think she's right. just sour about that. Um, and her question is, what boy possesses a stone heart? And she chooses Victor and she saves and kisses Leo. I am a slow burn. <laughs> Destiny goes, she um, snakes Hannah. She says, because her partner is a reflection of her. So this is her... I think her intention here is she's snaking Hannah by like being like, it's not you. I'm really snaking Marco, which is what she says in her yeah, talking. She's snaking head. Marco by proxy. She's like, I would have snaked Marco if I could, but I couldn't. So I did right. Hannah. <laughs> um, her question is which boy bears the curse of two faces. And obviously she chooses Marco. You got to let it go, man. You got the hottest she guy. She will never let it go. <laughs> and she saves and kisses Harrison. Cassie goes and she snakes Carmen. Doesn't give a reason. I was about to say, I didn't write one, did she? Nope. Just does it. <laughs> Her question is, what boy needs rescuing from their relationship? And she chooses Keenan. And she says that she hopes KK knows what he's doing with his. Is this where she says the googly eyes thing? Mm-hmm. This is the first of many times. They say googly eyes. Right. <laughs> and then she saves and kisses Bergie, which I was kind of surprised about. Yeah, me too. Didn't think she would choose him. And then KK goes and she snakes Cassie because of said googly eye comment. And her question was, which boy is the most adventurous in bed? Which boy do you think? And she chooses Leo. And then she saves and kisses Keenan, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Carmen is the last up. She snakes Hannah, and she does it in a really weird way, admittedly. She says, like, oh, we were competing when we came in, but I got what I wanted. It's a weird thing to say. To me, it was just, like, very – it was, like, a game thing. She was, like, trying to make a pithy comment. Yeah. It didn't – And I do think she thought, like, it wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. I'm sure she did. But I – it was just a weird – like, every part of the way she worded it was weird. Yeah. It was just strange. <clears throat> and her question was, which boy's future lies with somebody else? And she chooses Bergie and she saves and kisses Bergie. And I wrote, holy fucking shit. I was like, damn. At this point, I was less convinced that she was into him. <laughs> oh, even less? Yeah, because it was like such a statement that I think she was like trying to make a statement. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Victor looks Victor is not stoked. He's mad. He's not even trying to hide he that is he's mad. Big mad. Big mad. Big mad. 
And um, the boys choose Anna as the sexiest explorer because I guess they had to do this whole thing looking real sexy and she did it the best. After the game, we see that Hannah is upset and she doesn't want to talk to the girls, but she does wave Anna in and she is upset about being snaked in the game. Um, She talks about leaving, which is a little bit dramatic Mm -hmm. because it's just the it's just a game it's just a game (laughs) but uh, then i was like well if you can't take this game maybe you like literally should leave but i don't want hannah to leave what she said was i'm just gonna leave i'm too real for this shit (laughs) while sobbing her eyes out i'm too real for for this shit are you surprised i was very surprised that she got so upset about this game the girls went to go say hey are you okay and she goes i don't want to talk to you guys right now (laughs) yeah destiny comes by and asks if it was something that she said in the game and hannah says yes but she's too upset to talk rationally at the moment so she's like yeah but we'll talk later when i'm like not so emotional Mm mm-hmm and Bergy says he thinks he has the most kisses in the villa so far. And this is when I texted you and I said, Bergy is hashtag winning. He is. <laughs> he's kissed five girls so far, which is as much as he's kissed in real life, he says. But he does say that Carmen is still his number one and he is trying to be respectful to Victor. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you should. <laughs> Personally, but we, I don't know that. Well, yet, I'm sure so. he wants to be. You know, he wants to stay cool with the boys. Mm-hmm. And I love the boys giving him real advice too, where it's just right. like make sure there's something there, mm-hmm. and then you can have a conversation with Victor. Right. But you know, what are you gonna do? Next, Keenan and KK chat, and Keenan is pissed right off the bat. He says that he is annoyed because the way. Cassie made it seem in the game with the googly eyes comment made it just seem like he was like playing them both I guess I think he needs to chill he does need to chill he says he doesn't like the idea that someone is coming at his character and KK says that clearly he still has the door open and it doesn't seem like it was clear with her that the door is closed because it's not I'm a little bit confused I didn't didn't get that impression that he did try to or did he say to KK that he did because it didn't seem like it i mean granted their last conversation did end pretty poorly but yeah but also like uh cassie this morning told kk that they were still getting to know each other yeah i think that's what she was trying to say she couldn't (laughs) speak the fucking words out (laughs) but yeah um and he says to both kk the camera to me to god and country Hmm? he says that he has told cassie that he is not actively going to be pursuing her or pulling her for chats it all has to come from her end when did that happen am i crazy no i think i think maybe it was with the conversation after the kisses but he after ended that saying that he's like, oh, I was going to close the door after this conversation. But now I see your point of view and I want to keep getting I want us to keep getting to know each other. Maybe part of that conversation was also like, but like it's on you at this point. Maybe and they cut it out. Maybe I'm going to I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt because I think he isn't conniving enough. No, I don't think he is either. To but lie about this. I don't know. I was a little sussy because I was like, I don't remember that being said, but. Who knows? Harrison and Destiny chat, and he says that the kiss was really good in the game. And she is, like, very, very, very different with him. She She is is down bad. She is giggly. She is enamored. She is besotted. 
Besotted. <clears throat> oh, wait. We didn't talk about Keenan's talking, literal talking head because you couldn't see the rest of his body. <laughs> oh, with the cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> he was hiding his head with the cowboy hat. He was leaned back so fucking far. <laughs> yeah, I did forget about that. Yeah, that was while he was just talking about being so annoyed about this whole googly eye situation. And next we see Leo talking to Victor, who is just stewing over Carmen's choice in the game. He goes off about how he's not put any pressure on Carmen. Yes, you have, dude. Also, even if you hadn't, again, you don't get a fucking medal for that. Right. That's just called being a a human being. It's just respecting the boundaries that she was very clear about. Mm -hmm. You You don't get any props for that. Right. And he says not being chosen has hurt his feelings. That's fine. That can hurt your feelings. That is okay. <laughs> um, and he could tell something was off all challenge because she wouldn't like look him in the eyes. And then we get <laughs> we get a scene of him just sitting alone on the beach saying that he's tired of feeling like the good guy. It was so funny. On I what am fucking tired planet? Of feeling like the good guy. <laughs> just looking listlessly off into the sunset. Yeah. Very dramatic. Yeah, I mean, that's what we get from this villa with having the beach scenes. We get mm-hmm. a little bit of extra drama sprinkled in there. Of course. And Carmen talks to Keenan. She's crying. She's like, I'm overhearing everyone talking shit about me. The girls are talking shit about me. The boys are talking shit. Victor's fucking pissed off. And um, she says she doesn't feel like she did anything wrong. And honestly, she didn't. I agree. She was honest about... To Victor about wanting to get to know Bergie. And like I well, the only thing and I wouldn't even say wrong. I think that she if she was gonna snake Hannah, she should have been a little bit more playful with it because it just came off weird. Yeah, it came off weird for sure. And that isn't even doing something wrong. It was just And she does apologize for that later. Mm Mm-hmm. Um I know I felt really bad for her because at first, I didn't see why everyone was so enamored by her when she came in. Mm-hmm. But now she's probably one of my favorite Islanders, if not my favorite Islander. She's very good at communicating. She's like very good with boundaries. She's like chilled out. She's not going crazy. I really like her. She's a little understated. So, so I felt bad for her. But women's got to stop crying in front of Keaton. He doesn't know what to do. Because he just goes. Oh shit! <laughs> like you're too pretty to cry. One time, uh, I was working at a cafe with this girl. She was very pretty, but she was miserable, like everyone is working at, <laughs> in in food service, right? Um, and she was she doesn't have like a customer service face or voice, mm-hmm. right? So when she's miserable, everyone knows she's miserable. And there's a creepy guy who would always come in and be like smile you're too pretty to frown and i just wanted her to be like well you're too ugly to smile so (laughs) she never said it damn maybe she told maybe she gave somebody else that advice though that would be good yeah pass it along Mm -hmm. and then it's nighttime and destiny apologizes uh for giving hannah the snake which is probably the easiest thing to do is to just apologize because i don't think destiny sorry cares about any of it but i'm sure she wants to stay cool with everyone and carmen chats with hannah in the kitchen and she apologizes for the things she said in the challenge and she says she doesn't mean it how it sounded and hannah says that she accepts and she understands that carmen was not intending to hurt her yeah i i don't know it was kind of cool to see because i think once she did calm down 
she's like, oh, there's no way she meant it like that. I don't think. Right. I think she gave her the benefit of the doubt, but I think it was just like overwhelming because she's on fucking TV. Right. And she's only been there a couple of days. And like, yeah. this is like the first thing that she's like, oh, man, I feel really uncomfortable already. Yeah. And this, this was the person that like I kind of bonded with, like mm-hmm. probably in the hotel. Yeah. The one you come in with, I right. feel like normally, especially like same sex bombshells coming in, they usually have a, 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 a bond. And I wonder, again, if logistically it's because they spent a couple nights in a hotel together or something that I'm sure mixed with like a lot of the time they have to make their choice around the same time. Right. So they're like going through like the same things. And mm-hmm. I think it's probably a mix of those. Yeah. Both of those things. And then we see um, Cassie and Keenan chat and Cassie says that she wasn't really thinking she said anything wrong in the game. And she says she didn't mean anything serious by it. Because to be fair, who, when you're trying to say something serious, uses the term googly eyes anyways? Mm-hmm. Um, but they argue about that. I've noticed that Keenan says this, that, and the third a lot. That's his, um, you can't have it both ways, babes. <laughs> and the, um, yeah, Sammy's thing in UK is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed. but oh, I've noticed. Uh, Keenan's is uh, this, that, and the third. <laughs> And he says that it comes off as disrespectful because it makes him sound like he's in a couple but fawning over someone else. And that's not how it is, according to him. How many times do you think they said googly eyes in this conversation? Too many. Why did you count? No, I didn't count. (laughs) Were you hoping I did? No. (laughs) Hey, DM us on Instagram if you counted how many times Keenan said googly eyes. (laughs) Did you see someone on Instagram DM'd us the name of the song Scott was singing? I did, yes. Thank you for that, by the way. Thank you very much. (laughs) And then Bergie tells Cassie about how he felt about the game because he obviously likes Carmen. And Cassie says it makes her feel insecure. And she knows that, you know, he's not really dated someone before, but it makes it seem like he didn't care about their kiss because he was just talking about Carmen's. And I don't appreciate Cassie and the way she, like, you know, she kind of is like, oh, I get that you haven't dated a lot of people, but mm-hmm. it's like, first of all, dating people wouldn't prepare you for this scenario anyway. Nothing would. <laughs> but I don't. If pre- anything, he's at an advantage because he doesn't come with like, <laughs> like preconceived notions on what being attractive and dating is like. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but it's just like, I don't like the fact that she's trying to make him like feel bad and like pivot his attention back to her. Mm hmm. And his couple, because she, like, she doesn't want to be with him. I know. That's what I thought was so weird. She wasn't even, like, looking at him or, like, she was just, like, saying, like, yeah, that was kind of disrespectful. And, like, and it's like. Stuff. I was like, you're not even present or paying attention. Is this just, like, your, like, go-to holding pattern? To be I like, know. I know you don't care. You look like you couldn't give a fuck. But what you're saying is the opposite. It made yeah. me very mad. I didn't like it either. And she's like, well, what do you like more about Carmen than like me? Like, what is it about Carmen that you like so much more? He's like, I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> he's like, there are some value things. She wants to move to the Midwest, start a family. Um, it's like Carmen wants four kids. I want four kids. You only want two kids <laughs> because we have talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says he appreciates that Carmen went so far out of her comfort zone to show interest in him. And he tells Cassie that tonight he's probably not going to cuddle with her. And she says that she understands. Also, she didn't fucking want him to. So 
She makes me so mad, dude. She really annoys me. She's probably going to go home soon. I bet. Do you know what I think is going to happen? We have to talk about it later. Okay. That's such a good point. (laughs) Very soon, though. And then Carmen pulls Victor to chat. And boy, is this one frustrating. I don't like it at all. But I do. I kind of do like it, actually. Because of Carmen. Carmen does not back down. Mm -hmm. She doesn't get flustered she doesn't stray from the point she's trying to make when, yeah. when victor is going off um she says you know sorry the vibes are a little low she can tell she's like i can tell you're not happy and he's like at least you have good eyes yikes i know and then she's like okay well i'm not going to come into this talk with negativity so take a deep breath take if you want to talk yeah and uh she says um what has upset you? And she's confused because she's like, you know, you know that I wanted to get to know Bergie. I told you that in like our last chat and this was just a game. And he says he's the only one after the first recoupling that didn't get chosen in their own couple. And I, and if he was just like, and that hurt my feelings, like right. things would be like kind of okay. Mm-hmm. But um, he says he does not give a fuck about Bergie. And her, because there is no competition between Bergie and her and him and her. Mm-hmm. And this is where I start to be like, okay, maybe she does like Bergie. Because she's like, everyone's talking about, like, like I'm not interested in Bergie. But, like, we share a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We're from the same place. That means a lot. Like, we have the same values. Yeah. Like, she, like, lays out what she likes about Bergie for the first time here. Yeah. And, like, in a defensive way. Not just, like, to prove something. She's mm-hmm. just like, no, listen. You're stupid for thinking that Bergie is not a threat. Yeah. And he says, God, he says that he has not made any moves that would make her uncomfortable. Again, that should be a fucking prerequisite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Like, why should you even have to say that? Right. So weird. And he says, and then Bergie gets the fun stuff. That's literally <laughs> made me like throw up in my mouth. I wrote, this is gross. It was like, <laughs> who says that shit? I restrained. I, I re. I restrained myself from grabbing you and Berkey gets to kiss you. Like that so was so gross, gross and entitled. So gross. And she says, you said you were okay with this, but clearly you're not. And, um, she says, I don't owe you any more loyalty than I do Berkey. And she's like, we're not on the same page. I'm taking a step back. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like Victor's face through this whole thing, he looks so angry and he doesn't look like somebody who normally, like, restrains his anger very well. Right. So I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. When he said Bergie gets to do the fun stuff. So, I was like, so fucking gross. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Nasty. And that's the end of episode seven. And we're on episode eight, which opens right after that chat. And we see a chat with Bergie and Carmen. And she says that she thought Bergie was going to bring her coffee that morning. And he says he was a little bit thrown off by her being with Victor at the recoupling. And he said, next morning, you are getting coffee for sure. And while these guys are talking, we, it kind of cuts between Victor and the mm-hmm. guys venting. Ugh. And I just want to give you a quote. Please. From Victor. Mm-hmm. She has gave me all the bullshit of the world. <laughs> Why did you go German? I did a little bit. Hold on. Let me give you, let me give you another take. She has given me <laughs> okay, all the bullshit of the world. What is this? That's still, you're still like up there. You're not down there. Okay, one more Spain. try. Can I get one more try? Sure. 
<laughs> Try saying something else as Victor. Maybe it'll help. No. Uh, she has given me what? all the bullshit of the world. What? That was Ben. Sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? I've lost it. Yeah, you've definitely lost it. Well, let me, can I do it as JFK? No. Would that, would, <laughs> no. Would that help? No, absolutely. She has given me <laughs> no, that's all enough. the bullshit of the world. Is that okay, the only quote you have? Um, four score and okay, seven years right. ago. <laughs> Carmen says that she is the most comfortable with Bergie, and so she wanted to choose him in the game, and she also wanted to give him some reassurances about how she's feeling and where she's at. And they both say that they felt really good being with each other in the game and uh, the kiss, and that they both want to pursue something with the other. And Bergie tells her what he would have said if he had recoupled with her the night before, and it was... So Bergy. It was very Bergy, but a, it worked. He says he wants to build a relationship with her like a Lego set. Brick by brick. So cute. And then she did a talking head. She's like, anyone who knows me knows I love a Lego set. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see Cassie and Victor go for a chat. And I was like, I knew Cassie was going to go after him. Dude, next. it's so crazy. But by the way, like the whole time he was talking with the guys in this, mm-hmm. he was saying like, He's not competition for me. My God. Uh, oh, he, did he clearly this thing. is, by the way. He said this thing where he was like, um, when we're in a couple, we grow together. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she says she's open to Bergy, which is fine. But, like, we have to grow together. I was like, those are mutually exclusive. Which I did. Was confirmed that I. I heard I used you that talk properly. to yeah. I heard you talk to my husband about that last night, right. and for whatever reason, it's still not making sense in my head. But I believe you. Um, where like you can't also be okay with him. Like the only reason he said he was okay is because he truly didn't think anything was going to happen. Right. Absolutely. And so, which mean which means that if I extrapolate a little bit, if there is another good-looking or suave man he would have said no that's not okay right which is also she had wanted to get to know harrison more i guess Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah exactly and cassie and victor just complain about carmen and bergie getting to know each other and the choice she made in the game and victor says that everyone is going to see carmen for who she really is and I don't know what he's thinking she looks like, but he looks like a fragile man for being so very large. So very fragile. (laughs) And Cassie says to Victor that she will be there for him if he needs to talk. And I bet she will. And I even wrote, look at this backdoor flirting that she does. This is the third man she's done that to. Backdoor flirting. Where she pretends to be like, oh, I just got a a quick question. Mm Mm-hmm. Why do you very who do, who do you like? Very Ariana Grande of her. Is that what she did? <laughs> Haven't you heard all of the the goss? No. Well, so she you know, she's married to like some rando. Okay. And all of her like relationships that she's been in mm-hmm. have started with uh the man being in a relationship. So they all start Ooh. with an affair. 
And this most recent one, because she's on Wicked, you know, like she's she, yeah, doing she's Afaba, Wicked Afaba, or whatever. Afaba. Whatever she and is. And nobody. No, no, we're not going Oz, there right now. We're just one more. No <laughs> wizard that there is or was. <laughs> I can't with the way you ham up the was. It's ever no, you, that, gonna that was it. That was it. Enough, Brendan. Two I don't more, usually stop. I don't usually stop you when you know that. Two more you words. Stop. No, you have to learn to cut yourself off. I'm fucking fuming. <laughs> okay, fine. But anyways, so she's on. Me <laughs> oh my <down>! god! That <laughs> looked like it hurt. Okay, sorry. Go on. Anyways, she's on the set of Wicked with I don't know who this this Ethan Slater is. His name I don't know who he plays in it. Um, but he is married. Been with his partner for ten years. They literally just had a baby like a few months ago, and now it's confirmed that they're together and he left his wife for her. So so the only reason I brought that up is because she starts every it seems as though Ariana starts every relationship with an affair. So, you know, Cassie's starting. that way. (laughs) Actually, she's not, but she's (laughs) trying. She's going to watch it. Here's okay. Here's my thing that I said earlier. What's going to happen? They're going to end up coupling up in the next uh, recoupling as a, a convenience because no one else wants them. And then they're going to get the first person. They're going to get voted off. As we get through this episode, I'm I'm going to go into why I don't think that will happen. <sighs> okay. <laughs> uh, bedtime happens. There's nothing of note. And in the morning, uh, Bergie makes coffee for both Carmen and Cassie. There you go. And apparently no one knows how to make coffee in this because Marco is supposed to make some coffee for Hannah as well and so bergy makes like an espresso is what it looks like he yeah because he makes some sort of latte the espresso machine mm-hmm. um marco is just trying to brew a regular pot of coffee and he can't even figure that out which is crazy he just i didn't understand. put enough grounds in it i think yeah because yeah i think so too espresso machines will be a little i mean they're a little bit more complicated but mm-hmm. a coffee pot is pretty i don't know I'm, i don't know i guess if you haven't used it maybe it is confusing um, and once again, Harrison brings Destiny a full breakfast. It looks good. He's, yeah, he's amazing, I think. Yeah, I really think he's like the whole package. Yeah, he kind of is. They did, Love Island did a good job with this one. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they put him on Love Island Australia? Yeah, that's the only red flag is he the fact that he live lives in Australia, in Australia. He probably doesn't live there anymore. Maybe. It says he's from Adelaide, but. I don't know. Most, I mean, part of me assumes he doesn't live there anymore, but I guess I don't know. Um, and then Carmen says to the girls that Victor made her feel bad for being at the pace that she is at, whereas Bergie has made her feel much more comfortable. <clears throat> and then we see Bergie pull Cassie and he says he doesn't want to leave Cassie on and he wants to keep having conversations with her. But, you know, he wants to be upfront that like about where his um, intentions are, I guess, in in terms of Carmen. Mm-hmm. Cassie seems appreciative because I think at this point she's already got her eyes on Victor, maybe. Well, did you see him in the morning in his underwear? Who? Victor. Yeah. He's packing ham. I almost wrote that. He's packing ham. Not as much as Big Mitch from Australia. That boy's got a hog like I have never seen before. I don't know, man. That. No. That was that thing. Be. Gave me googly eyes. You know what I'm saying? It was giving me googly eyes. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I was going to say it looks like he's really got something going on, but uh, it does not make up for the terrible fucking attitude. Yeah, he's spiritually, he's very little. Very, very little, small. Little pee-pee. <laughs> we see Hannah and Marco chat, and Hannah is trying to check in with Marco, who really doesn't give her very much back. Except that he took a big shit, I think. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Because she's like, how are you feeling? He's like, my stomach hurt, but I released earlier. <laughs> Did you miss that? Yeah, so he's, I think. This and she's is, like, wow. And he's like, well, you ass. I think this is where there was an earwig on my pillow. Mm. And I got really scared. Mm. Um, They talk about some weird bicycle metaphor. Hannah explains that, you know, maybe things are a little bit too comfortable. And she doesn't want that this soon. She was like, you know, I thought you were going to make me coffee this morning. And he's like, couldn't figure it out. I'm like. This dude sucks. <laughs> Marco sucks. Yeah. To be fair, she's like, you should have brought me the coffee. And I was like, no. <laughs> you did not want that coffee. She acts of service. She just wanted the act of him making her coffee. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, he did try. But she, he didn't bring it to her. That would have been like, the, I think even if he had brought her shitty coffee, she would have been like. That was not even coffee. That was so It's bad. the act. I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But I feel like you can just go up and be like, I'm so fucking sorry. I tried so many times that I can't figure this shit out. <laughs> we see uh, Victor complain to Harrison that Bergie has separated from the boys after everything they have taught him. Cry Dude, face. And I like Harrison. Harrison's like, yeah, that's normal, though. And he's doing what we said. So maybe you should, too. Yeah, that's exactly. And I was like, yes, Harrison, go. <laughs> Yeah, Victor's like he's the only one. He's the only guy out here who's talking to all the girls. Harrison's like, you could change that. You could do that. Then. You could just go do that thing. Also, like, why was that a bad? Why is he trying to make it? Uh, dude, he's he's so fucking annoying. Because even later, so we'll get fragile. into it. I'm sorry. We'll oh yeah, his conversation later in front of all, all the boys. boys. Ugh. Bergie pulls Carmen to chat. And Bergie asks a bit about her family, her siblings, her values, all this stuff. He's definitely trying to get, like, deeper with her. And then Carmen says that she wanted to check in because Victor was saying some smart-ass remarks and she wants to make sure that he's okay and that Victor's not, like, saying rude things to him. Which I love, dude. It's so nice that she's doing that. (laughs) And he's like, it's fine. It doesn't bother me except for when Victor told me at one point that, like, our situation was only that you only saw it as a friendship situation. And she's shocked at that a little bit because she's like, I have never said that. So I don't know why the hell he would say that to you. And oh, so maybe you, him. maybe, maybe you did think he was competition this whole time. Maybe. Or else he wouldn't have lied about it. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Destiny huh. gets a text. She screams at the top of her lungs and they find out that they're playing the Mr. And Mrs. Game, which is essentially just like the newlywed game. And it's hosted by a VIP guest and that the winners will get a special prize. This is how you do celebrities on Love Island. Don't bring them in as bombshells. I do not care. What do you mean? Bring them in as bombshells. Yeah, like past Islanders or married at first sight competitors. (laughs) Oh, like if they brought Ariana in as an actual bombshell. Yeah, because I didn't know if that was happening. Yeah. But. I like this. This you can do all day, mm-hmm. and I will believe it, and Just I will be here for it. Just let her host one of the games. Just let her host one of the games. It's yeah. so fun. But we see the couple separate to get to know each other um, a little bit more because they, you know, they know what the game is. This is where we get confirmation that Bergie's not a Fergie, and uh, 
Can I just run some numbers by you? Yeah. Okay, so Bergie's ne- cuddled with zero women. Correct. He slept with two women, mm-hmm. but he's only had sex three times. Right. What? But he also, one of those is a one-night stand. Don't, aren't they all? No, because he slept with one woman once yeah, and another woman twice. But both times, all the times that he slept with the women, he didn't cuddle with them afterwards or before. Right. So is, Which is... is Bergie maybe, is this a facade? No. You think? I don't know. <laughs> for someone who says he only dates for marriage and isn't interested in hooking up. I mean, if it was a facade... Don't you think he would have just fudged those numbers or just said that he was a virgin? I don't know. Well, you know, he was in college, so maybe it Either was like that, a he's college or hookup. He's really bad at sex. Mm, seems possible. From one really bad at sex haver to another, <laughs> I I know I I can see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Takes one to know one, right? You're looking at me, but you're talking to Bergie. I'm talking to Bergie. Okay. Anyways, next, um, while the couples are getting to know each other, most of them are just like pretty like innocent chats and just like trying to go over like, you know, what's your dad's name? What's your favorite sex position? And then Carmen brings up to Victor um, what Bergie had said regarding Victor telling Bergie that it was only friendship between him and Carmen. Mm-hmm. God, I hope somebody followed that because I don't know why I said it that way. And she asks, you know, why did you say that? Because I never said that to you. And she says in a talking head, because, like, you see mostly her talking. I don't feel like you get a lot of his response in this. Mm -mm. But in her talking head right after, she said, he said that was not the case, but she doesn't trust him. And she tells him that she is no longer pursuing this as a relationship. Only friendship with him. She is done. Boom. Uh, But it's interesting. Congratulations. You played yourself. (laughs) But it's interesting that. She says that he says that this whole situation, like, that wasn't the case. Because in this... Put a pin in it. Yeah, put a pin. Because now it's nighttime, and the first chat we see is Victor telling Bergie that all the guys have had his back and that he's gone behind their backs with the girls and that both him and Carmen are not trustworthy and he is not one of them. So, fucked up, by the way. But also in this, he tells her... He says to Bergie, like... Because Bergie's like, well, did she really say that in the gym about it being only a friendship thing? And he's like, yeah, I wouldn't have said that if it wasn't the truth. So who's the fucking liar? Also, real quick, I I know we're talking about much more important things, but uh, Harrison and Destiny have the same birthday. Yeah. um, And they're both like, no way. And then right after that, it showed Leo talking to Anna. Mm hmm. And Anna's like, what's your mom's name? And he's like this. And he's like, what's your dad's name? And he goes, Leonardo. And she goes, oh, no way! Like, she reacted <laughs> like it was much more of a coincidence than the two people that just found out they had the same birthday. Yeah. It's not a coincidence. <laughs> people get named after their dad sometimes. Yeah, uh, his dad probably had a part in the choosing the name. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> but that chat with Victor in front of all the boys towards Bergie is so fucked up. And I was just like, why? And the boys weren't defending are... Bergie. I was like, why are none of them piping up? The like, fact that he's like, we would all die for each other, but you're not one of us. You're not one of us? That's so fucked up to say. I don't know why the the guys didn't say anything. And maybe they did, and maybe they cut it out. It would be fucked up to do. 
It's a fucked up thing to cut out. Like yeah, it's a fucked up show, dude. Like <laughs> this show's great. Then the Islanders go outside for their nightly toast as normal, and then in comes Ariana from Vanderpump Rules. So exciting to the people in there who knew her, which was two people. <laughs> I don't know if anybody no, I think else a bunch knew of her. The, some people were thinking Margot Robbie, which I think was a little out of reach for <laughs> yeah. Love Island, but <laughs> she was a little bit busy being Barbie. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Um, but Ariana comes in and says that she's going to be hosting the Mr. and Mrs. game. She explains the rules and she says that the winners of the game will get immunity from the first public dumping. I don't like this. No, no, I don't like this. It's not fucking survivor. Yeah, that's true. It's a little bit weird. I I don't like it at all. I think it's like you're making it too game showy. It's not what this is about. Yeah, it is a little bit weird. Um, I didn't love it either. Also, they didn't have an immunity idol. Is that from Survivor? Yeah. Mm. Spoiler alert, and I won't say who wins, but I will say the people who win are the people who I would have wanted to get dumped. So. You really? Well, out of the people who are left, it's just I, hard. I it's complicated. Kinda, I liked it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, so the first question is, what is your girl's biggest turn on? And pretty much for everyone besides Bergie and Cassie, we'll get there. But everyone else is pretty much neck kisses. And yeah, they they all nail it except for Bergie, right? Uh, Keenan and KK also are off a little bit, but so ev- most people say uh, neck kisses and they match and they get a point. Bergie guesses inner thigh kisses, which is like I feel like at that point we're already turned on, right? Like that's <laughs> right? not like. Oh, you want to get in the mood, baby? Open your legs. <laughs> right. You would hope like, that she's already there. Right, yeah. And Cassie says, toe sucking. How did you feel, toe sucker? I think she's, like, really cute. And I- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. So we have an inside joke between our friend group. I, I'm repulsed by people who suck toes. but You're some- repulsed by feet in general, yeah. even though you're mostly barefoot all the time. Yes, because of sensory issues. Yeah, I don't yeah. like socks. Right. But... She, yeah, we have an inside joke where I like to suck toes, but I don't. Absolutely not. I can. I, would, I can vouch for. I would die before I suck someone's toes. Um, Keenan says eye contact, and KK says emotional intelligence. Queen, we love her so much. Mm-hmm. Harrison says roughness, and Destiny says neck kiss. So, <laughs> so not quite. Yeah. So most people were on the ball with it, but there were a few that were off. Um, the next was, what is your boy's worst personality trait? Mm-hmm. So, did you notice that all of the, all of the guys' questions about the girls were just like knowledge questions, and then all of the girls' questions about the guys were like, let's s- hurt them. <laughs> they were all a little bit more sexual too, to be honest. Um, so. Anna and some of these, by the way, were like I thought, like oh, that's close enough. And Ariana's like, mm, not a match. So, like Anna says, too many choices, and Leo says flirty, which to me like, are those kind are of the pretty same close. Thing. But Ariana's like, not a match. Sorry. Mm, yeah. Uh, Hannah says temper, which I thought was like, mm. and Marco says he's a workaholic. And while he's like, oh, I told her this, and it's like, and everyone's like, okay, so it is temper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Carbon Carmen says stubborn, and Victor says jokes. Where, it's where have you queer. ever made a fucking joke? I just like to uh, poke you. Sure. 
Uh, Cassie says, speaks before he thinks. And Bergie says, communication. Which also seemed like the same, but I'm pretty sure that was not a match. Yeah, it's exactly the same. <laughs> and Destiny says, blunt. And Harrison says, brutal honesty. Which is a match. Which is fair. Right. But, like, some of those other ones are pretty close, too. The next one is, if your girl was an animal, what would she be? Leo says leopard. Anna says cheetah. Marco and Hannah match on elephant, which mm-hmm. was nice. Victor says lion and Carmen says bird, which is pretty um, different. Uh, Berkey and Cassie both say dog. Keenan says vixen and KK says butterfly, which was cute. And Harrison and Destiny both match again with puppy. Yeah. <laughs> Next one is, uh, what is your boy's body count? So, again, a little bit sexual in nature. Right. This one was interesting, as it always is. But body counts, but again, like, it's sexual for sure, but it's also, like, a, a negative connotation. Sure. So. Yeah. Sometimes, and you know what? Sometimes boys on Love Island see it that way, and sometimes they're very proud of their number. And it's so. also weird when they have a specific number when it gets so mm-hmm. high. Like, mine's not nearly that high. Right. And I don't know Do you want to disclose it? Oh. Like, I like I, I, I could probably guess the ballpark, but, like... Go on. I don't think I want to. Oh, okay. Do you want to? I, I mean, I will if you do. Okay, you go first. 12. Okay, yeah, I'm probably, like, in the 15 to 30 range, if I had to guess. Whoa. Somewhere in there. That's a big range, though. I mean, that's double. Yeah, like, I just don't... I don't count. I don't... No, no, I don't blame you for... Um, right. Also, 12 is, like my like you know give or take one or two i don't i don't know exactly i don't count them either but so anna guesses 25 leo says 100 when and you... he said it was wrong he did yeah oh yeah he said oh i think that anna would think i'm a dog so i just said 100 thinking that she would guess right. a high round number which is honestly kind of like a safe bet i right. think but you know but a real one was 53 i don't remember I'm not sure. Somewhere around there. Hannah says 13. Marco says 20 to 30. And then Ariana calls him out and she's like, well, listen, I watched the first episode. Also, I don't remember this being said on the first episode. Me neither. But, um, and you said that your number was different, your body count number. And he's like, yeah, reverse um, Hannah's, which is 31. And he was like, oh, it's 71. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> um, so he says his true number is 71. And Marco seems absolutely like the type to actually keep track. Right. So he probably keeps a journal of like names and ratings. Yeah. Ugh. God, gross. Carmen says twenty, and Victor says forty to fifty. Cassie and Bergie both match on two. That was a that was a softball for them, I right. think. And they were guessing. Right. Well, so. no, she might have known. No, she said she just estimated. She knew how many people he slept with. That's what I would or have no, guessed. No, how many times he had sex. Yeah, that's what I would have. That's what I was guessing, too, though. Knowing he's had sex three times, I guessed mm. in my head, I guessed, too. KK and Keenan both match on exactly 17 to 25. Which they clearly <laughs> talked about. It. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so confused about Destiny and Harrison. They both say N.A. I think probably... They had a conversation and they're like, I don't, I'm not going to say this on TV. Mm, yeah. It seemed just like, I'm not comfortable expressing that. I was like, Harrison is not a virgin. <laughs> yeah. That's, at first I was like, what? And I was like, okay, I think this is, they're just, 
he's like the type of guy that's like, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that on TV. Yeah, I get it. Uh, but they're, even though they match on the answer, Ariana says it's not a number, so it doesn't count as a point. Right. Which is honestly fair, because you could have gained the system and been like, N.A. for every question. Right. <laughs> we win. Um, the next one is, what is your girl's most prized possession? Anna and Leo both match on dog. Marco says family. Hannah says dog. I love how many people appreciate their dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, <laughs> not enough, though. Yeah. Uh, Victor says her harry potter movie collection weird mm-hmm. carmen says her rings which she's like i don't i didn't expect him to know this i haven't talked about it but bergy says mom and cassie says bracelet uh keenan says <laughs> this one's funny because keenan's like she <laughs> this is a weird place to bring it up she just closed to me that her father recently passed so i bet it's something related to that Weird place to bring that up. Right. And, and she's also, like, honestly, that would have been good. <laughs> yeah, she's like, that would have been like such a better answer. But I said, my closet. <laughs> my clothes. Okay. Um, Harrison says her degree. And Destiny says something close enough. She writes like intelligence degree or something. Like degree that. of intelligence. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, of all of the close ones you did not give, I would have not. <laughs> I would say no. Because she didn't get her degree in intelligence. (laughs) It's not a bachelor's of intelligence. Right. (laughs) Um, And the last one is, what is the craziest place you've had sex? Um, Leo says beach. Uh, Anna says ocean. And the fact that they don't get that one is so so fucked up. It's so bullshit. (laughs) It's so messed up. This game is rigged. And Anna looks like kind of like sour about it too. Yeah. Um, Marco says the forest and Hannah says cabin in the forest, but they give her that. That's bullshit. That's, That's a house. That's just thing. a house. It's just in a bed. The ocean is at the beach the same way the cabin is, is in, in the, the forest. forest. <laughs> and honestly, that's just the bed. Was he supposed to have said, or was she supposed to have said ocean at the beach? That's so redundant. Was it a place on ocean Avenue <laughs> where I used to sit and talk with you? We're both 16 and I blew this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. I've, we're both 18 and I blew this guy. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? I just I, We had to make it about sex because of the right. Um, Victor says, I know Carmen lives out west, so somewhere in the desert. He, so he just writes the desert. Um, and Carmen says parking garage. He also said like a, or de- like a dune <laughs> or a crevasse <laughs> or something like that. Such a weirdo. In a mirage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh bergy and cassie match on movie theater they had talked about that beforehand so they were on the same page as that cassie was also so she was like so she's like it was in a movie there and there were people there yeah i was like wow you're a sex offender (laughs) knowing her it was probably fucking like a minions movie (laughs) that's a weird thing to say she's a little weirdo who probably Mm -hmm. would love to see the minions movie yeah uh keenan says public place and kk says balcony uh harrison says car and destiny says na because you can tell this is another thing she wasn't sure if this was something he wanted mm-hmm. to disclose and at well, least well, it was this... her it had nothing to do with him right yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and we find out that marco and hannah and harrison and destiny are tied with three points and then we get a tiebreaker question which is what is your boy's biggest turn on did i not do the math right shouldn't Berkey oh my god I'm so glad you said that because I was like I guess I didn't listen right 
I think maybe there was another question that they cut out for time. Because Bergy, when they, she, at one point, before this last question, mm-hmm. she stopped and said what the scores were. And Bergy was one point behind. The same as Marco and Hannah. And then they got the next question right. Yeah. And I'm so you know who glad did not you get, said yeah, that. Yeah, they should also be there. I was so confused about that. No one brought it up on, like, the subreddit or on Instagram or anything. So I was like, I must have not no. paid attention. No, they they cheated. I'm assuming oh. they probably just cut out some questions for time. Still, then why bother leaving in the thing about what people's scores were? That's such a great point. <laughs> That's such a great point. I know. I was like, this is so weird. Anyways, so. Or maybe it was just like a second. No, either way. I bet that I bet this was the second tiebreaker. And they're like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. It's it's It was goofy how they did it. Goofy. And we're the smart ones. Yeah. They're giving uh, me googly eyes over here. So Hannah uh, matches Marco's answer with back scratches. Destiny says, big t-shirts on me. <laughs> and She's so down bad. She is. And uh, Harrison just simply says, boobs. <laughs> she got Which respect. is like the funniest thing because she's like, oh, he really likes when I wear this. <laughs> and then he's like, nah, man, I'm just like boobs. <laughs> I'm a tits guy. Um, And I don't like that Marco and Hannah won. I don't like it. But they're immune, and they get to choose another couple to be safe from the dumping. And they chat really quick, and they decide that it's Leo and Anna that they're um, having be safe. Did you notice anything about Anna's face? Um, she seemed really pissed. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was the She's ocean. Still focusing on the that. ocean beach comment. No, she was pissed that they got picked. You think? Yeah. I, I bet why. we might see something about that next episode. Why would she be pissed? The only way I can think of it is if, like, she's being petty and she's like, why would she think we even need to be saved? Oh. But I don't know. She looked upset to me. She did. Yeah. She had a little bit of a sourpuss on, but. maybe Again, maybe it was a holdover from the, from the ocean <laughs> question. Could also the, be editing. You know, it could be from. Right. It could not be a direct uh, reaction to that moment. The the only thing that I do kind of like about this is that I don't think I could be wrong, but I don't think the two people who got immunity were at risk of being dumped. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong, but I hope that that's the case. Well, we only have, what, four couples that are at risk of being dumped, and none of them are good options for a few reasons. Yeah, it's sad. Because everyone hates Victor now. Yeah, which means if he gets dumped. Although, to be fair, what was said was somebody is getting dumped. So Ooh. part of me thinks we're going to get, you know, the then person Victor with the least Cassie votes. Victor going home. And, uh, yeah, and then it. And, and to be honest, it's probably going to be Victor and Carmen in the bottom and they'll save Carmen. Mm. If that's the option. Because she didn't say a couple is getting dumped. But we voted for couples. Yeah, of course, because I think it's going to come down. I think they're going to present it like this is the couple with the least amount of votes. And now it's up to you Islanders to save one of them. Mm. And one person is going home. Victor. Victor should be going home. It's either Victor or Cassie who are going home. I can't imagine people. There would be people not voting Bergy, though. Who did you vote? Let's get into that. I voted for Keenan and KK. I voted for Harrison and Destiny. And I think both of our votes were the right votes. Mm Mm-hmm. I am 
truly and utterly in love with I KK. Know. I know. Me too. Because, like, even during, like, the debriefs, she, like, almost word for word, the way she phrased how <laughs> how Victor was acting was my note. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, because she was like, his words said he was okay with with this, but his actions aren't. And I was like, are you in my head? Oh, my God. Can you imagine if she was? Oh, my gosh. I'd like to be in her head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um, I was so excited that we got to vote, first of all. It's fun being able to vote. Uh, but I was just nervous because at the time I didn't realize that, you know, I thought we're going to lose one couple. And my thought was that it was going to be Victor and Carmen who go. Mm -hmm. Because I think the public is maybe a little bit more attached to Bergy. Yeah, but but I think think because they are attached to Bergy, they wouldn't let Carmen go home. Well, to some extent, they wouldn't have a choice if it comes down to a full couple going, which I don't think is going to be the case. But, I mean, the alternate would be either Harrison or Destiny leaving, which wouldn't make sense because they're a strong couple, and Keenan and KK. Can you imagine if KK left right now? Oh, my God. Well, it, it, it's the sooner that she I could slide into her DMs. Are you going to? No. Oh. <laughs> I think I should. <laughs> I hey, don't know. Hey, guys, let's crowdsource an idea <laughs> of how I slip into KK's DMs. <laughs> So DM us on at non friendship island pod and you tell me what you think the best thing uh we should you I we. should DM KK when she gets out. Uh we'll if we get a lot, we'll do a voting system and I promise you I will DM whatever you guys <laughs> if vote. If you've on. seen our one reel of Brendan hustling the podcast on what was that, on hinge? Bumble. Then uh I'm sure you understand that he would really do it. I um, would. But that's the end of Love Island USA Season 5, Week 2, Part 1. Do you want to do your favorites first, if it's not the couple you voted for? Uh, my favorites are Carmen and Bergie. Hmm. I'm, I'm shipping them. Thought I'm you shipping were going to take Kirgy. Harrison. I'm shipping Kurgie or Ber- Berman. Okay. I choose Harrison and KK. Uh, we picked the right people. We so did. Uh, if we could just cut it to them right now, yeah, it would. No, I'm actually enjoying this season so far. Yeah, it's been very good. Yeah, it's been especially fun. because I am so fucking over UK right now. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Don't get me wrong, I'm enjoying it, but it's just like if I have to see Mitch and Abby and Scott ever again. Well, tonight, our tonight in the past, I think one of them is getting dumped, and I think it's Mitch and Ella B. If I had to guess. I think it's Scott and Abby, if I had to guess. I saw a lot of pro Scott again. I don't know. Oh, my God. If Scott makes it to the finale. I don't think he'll make it to the finale, but. We're not talking about this right now. Sorry. USA. 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 And nobody in all of Oz. I'm out. Bye. No, say it. Bye. No, say it. Please. No wizard that there is or was. No. Okay, bye.